0: The information provided herein is for training and educational purposes only and is not for solicitation. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, President of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you as prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams.
1: And good morning, Iowa. This is the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Hope you're having a great morning. Say, we've got a jam-packed show today, and I want to be able to try to get all of this squeezed in if I can, but we're going to be talking about your retirement and, more importantly, your professionals. You see, all of us have professionals in our life. Maybe it could be our doctor, our lawyer. Maybe it could be our tax preparer. Maybe it could be our personal financial advisor. But all of these different things, I guess with the exception of the doctor, they're going to have some sort of an impact on your retirement. And we want to really look at those professionals and what they're doing, and are they communicating with one another? That's an important component. So we're going to be discussing four things. We're going to be discussing your 401k custodian and whether or not they have a rep and that rep's responsibility and some of the pros and the cons of those types of designs. We're going to be talking about, obviously, your retirement and your personal financial advisor. We're then going to be talking about your retirement and your CPA. Your CPA or your tax preparer, that's a very, very big thing. And we want to make certain that that is a relationship that is being groomed and that is in good order. And then last but not least, we're going to be discussing your retirement and your attorney. So let's go ahead and let's start out. We're going to talk about that 401k first. So for most of us that are still working, if we work for an employer, we have a 401k. And the 401k is going to have a custodian, and that custodian is going to basically be Merrill Lynch or Wells Fargo, potentially principal financial group. There's lots and lots of different custodians. But most 401ks today, employees don't necessarily have a personal representative to look to, to ask questions of. If they want to talk to anyone, they have to call into the custodian. And so if you don't have a representative and you have not been calling in, you have not been talking with the representatives over the phone in the custodian or with that 401k custodian, you may be in a position where you're missing out on a lot of information. You see, your statement and the things that you get online can provide a lot of information, a lot of detail about your 401k. For instance, what kind of fees you're paying, what kind of expense ratios you have, and the costs associated. If you're not paying attention to your statements, you may not be seeing the potential rewards, the potential risks, Of loss that exists within that 401k and the investments that you're making. Also, if you do have a 401k representative, oftentimes those representatives are somewhat restricted and limited. They're not personal financial advisors often. They're not your financial advisor. And so therefore, they may not be able to offer a lot of good, credible advice to you because, well, after all, they're there just to give general recommendations And they don't know you personally. They don't know everything about you and what you're doing. And as a result, they're basically in a position where they're somewhat limited on the advice that they can provide you. So when it comes to your 401k, are you paying attention to your proper asset allocation? In other words, how do you have your money invested within your 401k? Is it proper for your life stage? You know, if you were 30 and 40 and you're still working, you can afford to be super aggressive because... When the stock market tanks or when the market goes down, your dollar cost averaging. You're buying more and more shares as that market is going down, and that's a great thing. However, when you're in your late 50s, early 60s, now the game has completely changed. Because you see, if we look back in time and we really observe what the market has done since the turn of the century, we saw at least one major stock market correction that cost investors over 50%, percent 5 0 we saw a second follow-up correction to that, that the market went down by over 60%, percent six zero. And you know, maybe you could afford that when you were in your 30s, 40s, or even early 50s, but now you start getting into your late 50s, early 60s, and you're still holding a 401k. It's worth more money than it's ever been worth before. You can't afford major losses like that. Oftentimes, employees, 401k custodians, even representatives, they fall captive to what I call the disease of ease. And they push something called a target retirement fund. And if you've paid attention to your 401k, you may have seen this before. You have a target retirement fund and you can always spot them because they're like 2020, 2025, 2030, 2035. These are funds that you pick the approximate year that you're going to retire And then what's supposed to happen inside is the fund is going to naturally, progressively get more and more conservative. Well, that's fine, but it can be argued that sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. And you have to be very, very careful of what happens because what they're essentially doing is they're shifting more and more of your money from common stock into bond funds. And as a result, those bond funds can be negatively affected by Increasing interest rates and interest rate volatility. Not to mention the fact that you're in a position where you are going to still continue to reverse dollar cost average when you retire if you hold on to your 401k. So if you're thinking, yeah, that makes sense, or you have questions about our discussion today, I'd like you to reach out to me at 866 290 3837. My team will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value and we'll email them to you or we'll throw them in the mail to you if you prefer. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. You see, in the same way that your dollar cost averaging when you're depositing money into the 401k as you work and save for retirement. Once you've retired, if you maintain keeping the 401k and you need to take income, well, remember, you can only do it one way in a 401k by selling shares. Well, what's wrong with that? Well, if the market is up and those share prices are high, it's not such a big deal. You sell a few shares, get your income, move on with life. But as we've discussed before, the market, especially within a secular bear market, can be very volatile as we've seen. Even the last quarter of 2018, when the Dow Jones and the S&P were down 20% and the NASDAQ was down nearly 30%. You see, you've got more money on the line than ever before today. And when the market goes down, you lose more money than ever before. And so if you're in a position where the market's going down and you're having to sell shares, those shares are becoming less and less valuable. And that means to get the same amount of income that you got the month before, you've got to sell more shares. Kind of sounds like something that's going to work against you, doesn't it? And so this is where it is so important to understand that if you're over the age of 59 and a half and you have a 401k, the government typically allows you the ability of rolling money from your 401k without any taxes into an individual IRA. And now, you have the ability of taking those winnings off the table and investing those dollars more properly for yourself based upon your life stage. Remember, about the safest thing within a 401k is going to be the money market fund. And though it's safe, yes, it's going to be something that really doesn't afford you much growth. And so when you hit that golden age of 59 and a half, maybe looking at an in-service rollover is your best option because it's going to allow you the ability of, taking control of those dollars, making those dollars now safer, working for you, working for you in a different way to produce income. The second thing that we want to address is obviously the most obvious financial professional that we have in most of our lives, and that's our advisor. If we have a personal financial advisor, you want to make certain that it's a proper fit, that you have a good rapport and you have a good respect for the advisor. You know, there's lots of people that I like They're very friendly to be around, but whether I respect them or not, that's a totally different thing. So you need to be able to respect your financial advisor, not for what he knows, but more importantly, what he can do for you. You want to make certain that your personal financial advisor has the proper skill set and you need to know what that skill set is. Is he more on the aggressive end? Is his professional expertise that of growth? And is he really risk on. In other words, as you're aging, you naturally, progressively need to become more conservative. You need to start focusing more of your money on income, not so much on growth. Well, if your financial advisor doesn't have the income model, if he doesn't have the income skill set, he's probably going to be investing in more risky types of investments. And even if you tell him that you want to become more conservative, more income-oriented, let me ask you, Have you ever known your financial advisor to give you his second best? Probably not. He's always given you his first best. But the reality is, is that if his skill set is aggressive growth and you're asking him to do something that's more on the conservative side, more income oriented, well, that could potentially be asking your financial advisor to do something outside of his realm of expertise. And it may be something that's not necessarily going to be the very best for you because it's just not his skill set. The last thing that we want to discuss within the personal financial advisory realm is that of products and fees. You see, financial advisory firms and their business models can vary. I would say that today, most financial advisors are still stuck in the commission model. And that means that they sell a product and they get paid a commission. Well, this can sometimes lead to a conflict of interest and you need to be very, very careful of this because you could be potentially overpaying for the investments that you're in. Maybe these are mutual funds that have a high front-end commission. They could have pretty high expense ratios. If you're in things like variable annuities, you really need to be careful because variable annuities, even though they're often pitched as the perfect financial investment, where if the market goes up, You get the gains. And if the market goes down, well, you're still protected through insurance. All those different types of benefits and riders can come at a cost. They can come with fees attached to them. And it's nothing for a commission within a product, say a stock mutual fund, to cost you 5% up front within the 12B and then also the 12B1 fees, which are like renewal commissions that you pay. Then with variable annuities, there's also fees that could add up to three, three and a quarter, three and a half. I've seen them as high as 4%. And the problem there is once you begin drawing money from, say, that variable annuity, is the company just going to discontinue charging you fees while you're taking income from your investments? Probably not. So you need to be careful because if you're taking, say, 5% withdrawals, from your variable annuity, but at the same time the company is charging three, that's an 8% withdrawal rate. And you know as well as I do, the investments within inside that variable annuity or that mutual fund is not necessarily going to always be able to keep up with that kind of a withdrawal rate. So those are two things that we want to cover in the first half of today's show. Your 401k, your custodian for your 401k, your representative, but also that of your personal financial advisor they're going to be things that need to be correlated. You want your advisor to know what you're doing on your 401k, and you want to make certain that what you're doing in the 401k is proper and it's complementing what your financial advisor is doing. That of becoming more conservative and focusing on ways that you can take your winnings off the table, invest those dollars for less cost, and focus more on income and income production. So if you're thinking, You know, that really does make sense. Or if you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. My staff will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value to you and we'll email them to you or we'll mail them if you prefer. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837 Again, that's 866-290-3837. Well, we've got to take a break, but you stick with us. We will be right back. You won't want to miss the second half of the show where we talk about your CPA and your attorney and the professionals in your life in that respect.
0: Thanks for listening to our show today. In retirement, you only get one chance to get it right. And we know that proper information leads to informed decisions. And that's why we hold free informational workshops in our area every month. Topics like Social Security, RMDs, the latest retirement tax strategies, IRAs, estate planning, and so much more. For dates and times of the next free workshop in your area, just pick up the phone. Give us a call today. Call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. So, how's this latest stock market roller coaster ride treating you? You know, you've worked too long and too hard, scrimping and saving for retirement to have it exposed to this market volatility or gobbled up by some retirement spend down scheme. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, hoping for different results. For your free, no obligation, no more volatility information kit, Call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. It's time to get off the roller coaster and get serious about how you're planning for retirement using tools and strategies designed to generate steady, predictable income so you may have the retirement you've worked so long and so hard for. For your free, no obligation, no more volatility information kit. Call 866 290 3837 or visit JohnsonWIM.com. And welcome back to the
1: Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Hope you're having a great day. If you're just joining us this morning, We talked in the first half of our program about your retirement and your 401k. And your 401k is going to be most likely one of your most valuable assets for retirement savings. But 401ks, because they've been a part of our life for so long, we need to be very careful that we're paying attention to the 401k. Do we have just a custodian for the 401k? Do we have a representative that our employer brings in to help discuss and help advise and potentially give recommendations to how we're investing our money. Do we understand the limitations of the custodian and their advice to us? Do we understand the limitations of the representative of that 401k company? And that they really aren't our financial advisor. They're not our fiduciary. They don't have the ability of knowing exactly what's going on in our life and giving us individualized investment recommendation. They can basically just guide us In very general terms with regards to how we invest our 401k and it's with that regard we want to make certain that we're investing our 401k properly if you're over the age of 59 and a half I mentioned that you have the opportunity more than likely to be able to do what's called an in-service rollover that's where you can still maintain your 401k you can still stay employed with your employer but you can take your winnings off the table You can move the money from your 401k into an IRA, an individual retirement account, and you can make those dollars now yours. You can control those dollars and invest those dollars more conservatively for income, which is going to be your number one priority in retirement. And so we want to make certain that when it comes to the 401k, we're very careful with that asset because as it grows, you've got more money on the line. You've got more risk than ever before. And you don't want to have to delay your retirement just because you lose to a stock market loss. The second thing that we touched on was your personal financial advisor. So for most of us, we've had a relationship with an advisor, but is that financial advisor relationship, is it a good one? Is it a respectful one? Is that advisor really working for you as a fiduciary or is he just a product pusher? Do we know what his skill set is? Is he more on the aggressive end? Is he more on the fixed income side? Where he pays attention to your life stage and what your risk tolerance is, and the fact that as you get older, you can't afford a major stock market loss. You need to be able to safeguard those dollars, keep your principal intact, and help you focus that principal on now creating income through interest and dividends, and thereby watching that steady income produce growth for you over the course of time if you're not taking all the income that's being produced. If the skill set, of your financial advisors, not that of income. You know, it's not that what he was doing for you was wrong. In fact, what he or she was doing for you may have been very right in the fact that you were in the accumulation phase of your years and you wanted to grow and risk was okay. But, you know, as with all things, sometimes we tend to outgrow certain things. And so now you're to the point, if you're in your late 50s, early 60s, where you start to outgrow some of those risk-on type investments And your focus changes, and now you want to become more conservative because you don't want to lose what you've saved. The next two professionals that we're going to be discussing is going to be your CPA. You know, CPAs or tax preparers, what do they do for a living? Well, they obviously prepare tax returns, right? And they facilitate you paying your taxes every single year. But oftentimes, as a financial advisor... I see individuals that come into my office and they are sitting down. They're wanting to have a free consultation, a free review of what they're doing. And I often ask for the tax return so that I can see exactly how much taxes they're paying. And I oftentimes will come across individuals who could be doing so much more to save themselves in taxes, and yet they're not doing it. So the other day I was dealing with a farmer and he was coming in. And he had zero, save for retirement, zero. He basically had pumped all of his money back into the ground, but he was paying an enormous amount of taxes every single year. And so I asked him if he had ever heard of a SEP IRA, S-E-P, Simplified Employee IRA. And he said, no, he had never heard of that. Well, he was going on about the CPA that he works with, and he pays this gentleman because he owns a corporation over $3,000 for tax preparation And he said he really didn't feel like he was getting all of his money, he was getting all the value for the $3,000 that he was paying for his corporate taxes to be filed, because he was just basically a simple farmer. But yet, that financial aspect of his life and overpaying in taxes wasn't being addressed by his CPA. Well, we have to kind of cut CPAs a little bit of slack, because you see, they're tax preparers, and they typically don't have the license to be able to function as a financial advisor. And they don't feel comfortable giving financial advice because after all, their area of expertise is that of taxes. But this is where you want your CPA and your financial advisor to be able to have communication, to be able to talk to one another, to be able to make certain that the advisor is helping you pay less in taxes and the CPA knows what you're doing in that respect to save those taxes, whether it's an IRA, whether it's a 401k, a solo 401k for an individual whether it's a simplified employee pension. There's opportunities that you could save 20, 30, 40, even over $50,000 in personal savings and save yourself the income tax on those depending upon your situation. So you see, this is where it's important that the financial advisor and the CPA communicate to one another. And you have questions about today's discussion. You have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed. I'm going to encourage you, Do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some materials for you that I know will be of value, and we'll email them to you or we'll toss them in the mail if you prefer. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. One of the other things that I've seen within the realm of tax preparation is I'm a big advocate today of Roth conversions. Now, it's not right for everyone, but you see, most individuals have saved a lot of money for retirement, and they've saved a lot of the same kind of money, pre-tax money. That's money in 401ks or IRAs. And when they get older, they hit retirement. Basically, they have very little non-taxable income, such as Social Security, and what they find themselves in is a situation where if they wanted to buy a new car or they needed to put a roof in the house, the only type of money that they could really pull from is going to be their pre-tax retirement savings. Well, that's kind of a drag because you know that the IRS man is attached to every dollar that's in those accounts. And so in this respect, when we look at the rules that exist today, we have the ability of taking money from the pre-tax side of our life and doing what's called a Roth conversion. It's a taxable situation. But it's one that allows us to put money from a pre tax pocket into an after tax or tax free pocket. And what this does is this helps balance out the amount of money that we have in retirement that's taxable and the money that's tax free. It also allows us to be able to reduce what's called the required minimum distribution. You know what they say when you hit 70 and a half, if you have pre tax money, you will be forced to start making distributions from those pre tax accounts so that you can pay taxes. Well, I'll give you a little bit of a short story. There was a client of mine who worked with a CPA and we were dealing with Roth conversions. And of course, as I said, Roth conversions are taxable events. And so I suggested to them in a very strong way that they needed to talk to their CPA about a Roth conversion. And if so, the CPA needed to tell them precisely how much they should convert, how much they should take from their IRA and put into their Roth account. Well, in this respect, the CPA did not want to communicate with me, even though I had requested a number of times to speak with the CPA. So the client was basically stuck in between having to be the go-between and talk to me and then talk to the CPA and then tell me what the CPA said. Well, it turned out that they had recommended a pretty large, substantial 401k conversion into a Roth account. Well, that really screwed my client up because you see, as a result of some transitions in their life, they were on Obamacare. And the premiums that you pay for Obamacare are based upon your income. And when you take money from the taxable side and put it into the tax-free side, that's taxable income. And so ultimately what happened because of the oversight of the CPA and the recommendation of this is the amount of money that you should convert, but not paying attention to the Obamacare and the personal consequences that were gonna be felt by taking in a large Roth conversion, my client is now paying an enormous amount for Obamacare premium. see, it's important when it comes to your tax prepare that your financial advisor and your CPA are able to communicate with one another. This is giving you the greatest amount of benefit between your professionals. The last thing that I want to discuss before we end today is going to be your attorney. And the first consideration that I have is that, you know, as a financial advisor, I work very diligently to try to help my clients preserve and protect their principal. I help them to try to create income, sustainable, steady income every single year for themselves, from what they've saved for retirement, taking less risk, getting more income. But what is all that work good for if at the end of your life, you don't have an estate plan that's able to properly take care of all of your assets and pass as much of this money on to your loved ones as it should? So when it comes to an attorney, I know that there's such a bias about attorneys, but attorneys are very valuable assets to us, and you need to have an estate plan, a correct estate plan. Now, I question whether every single person needs a trust, but I'm an advocate for trust because I've seen trusts and the benefits that they provide in helping to avoid probate and the probate costs and all the delays and the publicity of that of a will. There's so many different facets to estate planning, but Do you have an estate plan? And if you do, do you have a correct one? Do you have one that's up to date? The second thing is, are your beneficiaries within all of your accounts, even your life insurance, are those beneficiary designations, are they correlated to your estate plan and what your estate plan says those dollars should do when you die? If you have a major disconnect between your financial advisor and your attorney, your attorney could be directing all your money this direction, but your beneficiaries within all of your retirement accounts could be going somewhere else. And so you want to pay attention to looking at those beneficiaries and your estate plan, making certain that there's cohesion between those two. Last but not least, when it comes to an attorney, has your attorney drafted for you financial powers of attorney? So this happens a lot. Clients who are married, they have a spouse and all of a sudden there's a heart attack or a stroke. Well, I may love your spouse, To death, But the reality is is that if there's no financial powers of attorney, even if that other spouse needs to take some money from your account because you're in the hospital, because you've suffered that stroke and you're not able to speak for yourself, I can't help that person. So you see, this is where your financial professional needs to be able to articulate and work with your attorney to get you the things that you need to have in your life so that your financial life is ready and prepared for retirement. But when it comes to the end of your life, things go smoothly for your family and for your loved ones. You want the cohesion between all your professionals. You want to be able to have professionals that communicate freely with one another. And you will be the benefactor of that communication. Well, that's it for today's show. It's a wrap. I hope that there's been some valuable things. If you would like to give me a call, I'd be happy to take a few minutes out of my day to communicate with you some of the finer points that we've talked about today. Give me a call. Telephone number is 866-290-3837. Again, that number is 866-290-3837. You make it a great day.
0: Thanks for listening to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com.